Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation, innovation, and environmental change for kids like you. We are two girls who are current students and future engineers who love using technology to solve the problems that we see around us. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm a young Indigenous educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vinia Gunshaker, a 13-year-old changemaker who loves robots, helping my community, and protecting our environment. This podcast is sponsored by the STEAM Connection, where we make accessible, affordable, and diverse science, technology, engineering, art, and math educational resources for kids and build up future STEAM superheroes. You can learn more and start making your own robots now at www.steamconnection.org. And you can follow along with each episode at www.steamconnection.org slash hands-on. Last week, we did a two-part episode where we recorded together in person for the very first time. It was so much fun. We got to introduce you all to Otto Oscar, Vinia's robot that cleans up recyclables off of school floors and is a cool advocacy tool that talks to you too. We talked about the prototyping process and what it's like. This past week, I was doing something really fun. As some of you know, I'm part of the FIRST Robotics team through a program for my age group called FIRST Tech Challenge. In Michigan, it's for middle schoolers, but in other parts of the United States and world, the kids who participate are older than me. Anyways, my team and I moved past our qualifiers and made it to states, winning some cool awards in the process. We just spent the last week competing virtually. And so, Vinia, can you explain um, how a virtual robotics competition works? I think that many of us are curious to know how you can compete in a robotics event, um, even though you aren't in the same place as like the judges or even sometimes teammates. Yeah, of course. So usually when we competed in person in the past years, we would compete against another robotics team. As to a competition field where the robots would go and complete tasks, new tasks for every season with a new game, and it was a lot of fun. This year, each team got half a field and would record themselves scoring points and accomplishing tasks with their robots. Then, we'd be scored based on what our robot did. Also, it's more than just robots and getting our robots to do certain tasks. We compete for awards for things like our robot design and for the outreach that we do in our communities. Our team has done well at competition because we care both about our robot and building it ourselves, but also our community and teaching others about science and robotics. It's my last year on a middle school team because I'm going to high school next year. And I'll miss it a lot because I'm on an all-girls team now. It's so supportive and I really feel at home and I feel like I have room to grow. But I am also looking forward to keeping on learning and growing. I just found out today that we won the Connect Award to honor the outreach that we've been doing. That is so amazing. Congratulations, by the way. I also did FIRST Robotics. I participated when I was in high school. Uh, I wish I would have had the option to join an all-girls team because I didn't really feel welcomed on my teams. Uh, I was not treated very nicely for being a girl or for wanting to learn. I joined actually two robotics teams, but was treated similarly on both because often I was the only girl and it was a really hard time to be able to learn and to grow and to do what I wanted to do. It was really sad and I almost didn't pursue robotics because of it. It really shows how important kindness is and how important it is to treat others the way that we want to be treated. Speaking of growing Vinia, let's jump right back into our mini-series on growth and plants. I've really missed talking about this. We took a break from our mini-series to talk about Earth Day and also Otto Oscar, so it's been a couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to hopping right back in. Today we'll be talking about biology and careers that involve plants. 
Yes, I am so excited to be talking about this. It's so important to talk about plants and growth and to know more stuff about the world around us. We talk a lot about plastic pollution and technology and stuff, but let's go even more in depth. One of my favorite things that I've learned about in regards to plant and growth since we started talking about this on the podcast is about sprouting your own seeds. I didn't know that you could do that previously and it was really cool to learn about. I think that we talk about it on episode like two or three or something on the season, so go check it out if you haven't already. It's worth a listen. (laughs) Danielle, this may sound crazy, but I really miss taking quizzes with you. You all have told us that you really like to listen to us take quizzes live-ish, so we need to keep doing it. That reminds me. You can submit feed- yeah. That reminds me. You can submit feedback for our podcast on our website. We love to hear from you. The podcast takes a lot of work to produce and edit and stuff, so hearing from you on how we can improve on what you like and don't like is really, really awesome. I've been able to meet some of our listeners, virtually of course, and it is the best. I want to give a shout out to Sofia Lopez, a second grader who reached out to me to do a report for on me for her school. It was so, so cool to be interviewed by Sofia. She asked better questions than any reporter I've ever worked with, hands down. It was so cool to be able to talk to her and we even got to twin. She got a ribbon skirt, which is a traditional skirt that indigenous peoples wear. And as some of you know, I'm indigenous, but there are many uh, different indigenous people groups all around the world. I am Ojibwe. I love wearing ribbon skirts because it is a symbol of resilience. My mom makes me really pretty ribbon skirts and has even made me ribbon pants before. That's awesome! Danielle, you told me all about Sophia and I am blown away. As Danielle said, hearing from you is such a cool thing. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for hearing our voices on these important environmental issues. Danielle, as we speak, you're actually working on a project, right? Yes, I'm in Seattle in the state of Washington right now, and I'm working on my tech and tradition photo series for the STEAM Connection. We are working on it intersecting the beauty of our cultures and our careers too. I honestly don't see it happen enough, and I want that to change. So I'm in Seattle with two of our board members named Varun and Michelle because they go to school locally. They've been on the podcast before and we love them so much. But anyways, I've been shooting Michelle and Varun in their traditional regalia. Michelle is from Indonesia and China, and Varun is from India, so it is so awesome to be able to see them celebrate themselves and their backgrounds. Michelle is an electrical engineer, and Varun is a microbiologist, so I love to see them also celebrate their STEAM careers. They are both about to graduate from undergraduate school and have been doing remarkable work that makes their addition to our team so, so awesome. Speaking of Varun, we couldn't miss the chance to talk with him on the podcast while you're in town. Hi, Vinya and Danielle. Thanks for having me on Hands On Techie Talks again. I'm really excited to talk about plants and biology with you both. I heard you talking about FIRST Robotics earlier, by the way, and that's actually how you and I met, Danielle. We were both on a team together in high school on the website team and had to work on the website together. It's crazy how we're all connected through robotics. When I came on the podcast last season, we talked about cool bacteria and what I do as a researcher in the Department of Microbiology at the University of Washington. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about plants and how scientists across the globe are studying them. Before that, though, I want to talk about something super exciting that happened recently. I was accepted into the University of California Berkeley's program to study microbiology. That is so amazing. I'm so glad that you're here today. Can you share a bit about what you do every day for those who didn't hear you in the episode where you came on to talk? Um, By the way, if you want to hear that episode, Varun was in the episode two of season one of the podcast, and its name is Using Bacteria to Change the World. 
Of course, and be sure to listen to that episode. I loved recording it with you guys. But anyways, I work in a research lab, which means I do science every single day. I get to ask a question, come up with a theory, do an experiment to answer that question, and then draw a conclusion from those results. I also get to make Star Wars ships out of my pipette tips and annoy everyone at my lab. If you want to see a picture of it, check out my Instagram at maroonvaroon. <laughs> so I've actually seen pictures of them and I thought it was so, so funny. I don't use pipettes in the work that I do, but I always think it's really cool when I get to see people uh, do really fun pipette art. And I find a lot of it on Twitter, actually. Yeah, it's kind of just my way of being creative in a different way. The lab I work in is all about how bacteria talk to each other and how this can be used in a lot of different ways. By the way, our secret guests here today are three Lego Yodas that I have in my dorm room. I love that they get to join us. And hopping into our topic today, I wanted to share a fun fact that I think is really cool. Did you know that stem cells are named after the stems in plants? Stem cells were actually discovered in plant stems, and now they're used everywhere to discover new things about life. Whoa, that is so amazing. I had no idea. Danielle and I were talking about that a few episodes ago, actually, and we were wondering how it got its name. I don't know if it's made in into the final edit, but yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, it's a crazy fact, and it shows how important plants are to science. Since we're talking about careers and plants, I want to tell you about a really cool project that a scientist that I know, Dr. Shubha Srinivasan, is working on. She found a way to read all of the DNA inside a plant that's packed with good nutrients and proteins. Reading all of the DNA means figuring out the blueprint that's encoded in every tiny part of this plant and discovering how it grows with all of these nutrients. It's kind of like being a plant detective. After learning everything you can by observing the outside of the plant and how it grows best, you can learn so much by looking inside too. Right now, she's using this blueprint to build new plants that contain all of these good nutrients and proteins and can grow in really difficult conditions that plants usually can't grow in. Scientists just like her are trying to find ways to use the power of plants to help people around the world get new and better sources of food. If you want to get a job that helps the environment and that uses biology, you can actually get a degree in environmental science or in environmental engineering. It combines things like biology, chemistry, physics, earth, and social sciences to make a big difference. Conservation scientists and foresters work on protecting forests and other natural resources from danger, from forest fires and other natural disasters to other humans wanting to use the land in bad ways. Agricultural and food scientists do work that's a lot like Dr. Srinivasan's. They try to make plants like crops grow better and have more nutrients. Plants are such an important part of our world, and there are a lot of careers dedicated to maintaining them or helping them. So, Vinia, you talked a little bit earlier about quizzes and how much everyone loves to listen to us take quizzes and how much we love to take them. So I actually found a BuzzFeed quiz and it's titled, This Personality Quiz Will Reveal What Type of Plant You Are, and I Could Not Resist. So the very first question is kind of a difficult one. It's called, uh, Pick a Coffee. And Vinia, do you drink coffee? I actually do not drink coffee, so this will be interesting. That's probably good. You're, I mean, you're 13. You probably should not <laughs> drink coffee. Probably. They have an option, though, for just tea, and I have to say I love tea. So that's the answer I'm going to put. What about you, Varun? I'm going to say cold brew. I do like cold brew coffee a lot. And cold brew coffee is just like um, black coffee, right? And exactly. It's, it's, it's black coffee, but cold. I haven't tried any of these except just tea, so I'm going to try just tea. The next question is pick a place. 
and the options are the Netherlands, Sweden, Australia, Mexico, United States, and France. It, for me, it really is a hard decision between the Netherlands and France. I love Europe and I've been to both places and both are amazing. But I'm going to have to say France because I really, really love croissants. But I'm going to choose France too. I've always wanted to go there. I think I'm going to say Mexico. The next question is my favorite and it says feeling hungry. What our favorite food is or what we eat right now. And earlier today I had donuts and sushi, not together. But I was so, so hungry. I was eating like crazy. Our options here are pasta, steak, sushi, pizza, salmon, and salad. And I have to say, these um, these answers are not very vegan-friendly or vegetarian-friendly. This is kind of hard for me, but I'm going to have to say sushi. I think for me, I really love pasta. I'm going to say pasta. I was actually going to say pasta, too. I absolutely love pasta. Olive Garden is my favorite restaurant. And restaurant. And I always get the Alfredo fettuccine thing. So the next question is pick a hobby. And the answers are hiking, reading, yoga, music, cooking, and art. Um, I think I'm going to go with art because I absolutely love drawing and things like that. So yeah. Knew it. Yeah, I, I have to go along with the same uh, because art is just so much fun. Yeah, so living in Seattle, there's so many cool mountains and so many things to do in nature. I've got to go with hiking. I love hiking around Seattle and just seeing all the cool nature that's around here. And I'm in town for a little bit, so uh, Varun and I are actually going to go hiking, and that's where we're going to shoot um, some of your pictures for the Tech and Tradition series, which I'm really excited about. Uh, can you tell everyone what you're going to be wearing? Yeah, so I'm going to be wearing a traditional Indian uh, dress known as a kurta. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to see how the pictures turn out. And I I'm think, taking uh, them. I'm not a professional photographer, but... I, I really wanted to take the fun pictures. Um, my mom took my picture for a People magazine, so I was oh. like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my um, inner uh, mom, and I'm gonna <laughs> try to take good pictures. <laughs> uh, everyone in my family always makes me take pictures of every single thing. Everyone, just because I'm the youngest, and even though I'm unwilling, they say it comes out well. So. Yeah, so the next question is, pick a TV show. We have Grey's Anatomy, Master of None, The Witcher, Love Island, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Gilmore Girls. So personally for me, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think it's a hilarious show. I have not seen a single one of these. I feel uncultured, but... So my favorite, I'd have to say off this list, would be Master of None. So Aziz Ansari is the, the one who made, um, made the show, and it's really well done. I like it a lot. Me and my mom always watch um, crime shows together, so yeah. The next question is pick a scent, which is really, really weird. So I, I want everyone listening to think about what scent they really like. Like when you think of like a peaceful scent, do you think of like, you know, cut grass? Do you think of like fresh sheets? Like what do you think of? Because um, I think this is an interesting question. Uh, for me, I think of my favorite cranberry candle. Um, so the scents are fresh sheets, as I said, lavender, coffee, ocean breeze, freshly pressed juice, and freshly mowed grass. And, uh, I think it was maybe, it was a few episodes ago, Vinya and I talked about, uh, how our parents love juicing. And I don't know about you, Vinya, but I cannot, I do not like the smell of fresh, uh, pressed juice. I've heard it way too many, or smelled it way too many times. I'm good, you know? No, my parents are the same. They love juicing and just like that. What I, is it with our parents? I don't know. <laughs> but I do. I can't stand the smell of freshly pressed juice. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't. I can't do it. 
Uh, for me, I'd have to say I love the scent of coffee. Um, it just smells so, so good. And it, whenever I smell it at my house, I know I don't have to make the coffee that my dad did it. So it's, yeah. it's the smell of um, I have less work to do. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with coffee as well because I, even though I haven't drank any, it it smells really good. I can't deny. I think I'd have to go with Ocean Breeze. I really love the ocean, and I really just I think the smell of Ocean Breeze is really nice. So the next question is: pick a random picture, and this is a podcast. Obviously, you can't see the pictures, so I'm going to try my very very best to explain these weird pictures to you. So the first one is a dude sitting on a lawn chair in a pool, like at the bottom of the pool, with like floating containers around his head. I'm so confused by it, but also really curious about what happened and why they took the picture. Um, also next to his lawn chair, he has like a little like bucket. A little table, yeah, A little guess. table, yeah, and yeah. some flowers and things, I think, too. So it's a, it's a weird picture. Be sure to check out this quiz if you're curious. Um, the next is a bunch of bread. Um, like cinnamon rolls, honestly. I, I, they don't look like cinnamon. Have you ever seen cinnamon rolls that look like that? Like they look, they don't look like cinnamon rolls. Well, I don't know. They yes, kind of look exactly. like rye bread to me. Like rye, rye buns or something. I don't know. They don't, they don't look as appetizing as one would hope. Um, the next is a uh, pot of sunflowers. And then we have a girl standing in front of a yellow background holding onto her sunglasses. We have a dog that's looking out the window. It's a golden retriever. I love golden retrievers. And then we have a girl doing ballet on the street uh, in pink. I would have to say I'm going to pick that weird picture of the dude sitting in the bottom of the pool um, because I don't know what's going on. And the question is pick a random picture. And that is as random as it can get. Honestly, I'm picking the same one. I just, I think that, I think that guy just has the best energy out there. I'm going to go with that one too. It's just very weird. So yeah. Uh, and Vinia, tell us what result you got. Um, so I got a plant called Calathea. I don't know what that is. The description for the plant says, like the Calathea, you can be a tad bit dramatic. You have a great appearance and tend to make everyone around smile. Aww. Oh, I love that. And it's totally true as well. So I looked up Calathea. Now that I've seen a, a picture of it, I, I, I recognize it. It's, uh, it's a flower. It's a flowering plant. And it's commonly called uh, a, a prayer plant, which is really interesting. So I'll go to my result which is the fiddle leaf fig. And it says, you're unique. You like to stand out and do things your own way. And that is totally true. I am, I have, I'm told I'm very, very unique. And I don't always know if that's always positive how people say it, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. I Googled fiddle leaf fig and a lot of information came up on places to buy it, which I think is really cool. And um, you can actually buy them potted and things. And there's a lot of information. And it's a popular indoor specimen plant featuring very large, heavily veined, violin-shaped leaves that grow upright. And um, the plants are native to tropical parts of Africa. I'm not sure where, um, but they thrive in warm and wet conditions. And I think that's super, super cool. So I got the Monstera deliciosa, deliciosa. I'm not sure. How I'm to not sure how this. to pronounce it either. Um, but yeah, apparently I'm the kind of person who everyone wants to be with, and I have a big personality that makes everyone around me happy, and I just love that so much. Oh, so I looked up the plant, and it's a Swiss cheese plant. 
And it's a species of flowering plant native to tropical forests of southern Mexico, uh, south to Panama, and has been introduced to many tropical areas. And it's also become a mildly invasive species to different areas as well. And I think that's interesting. Um, invasive species basically means that um, a plant is growing somewhere that it's not supposed to grow and it's disturbing things around it in its area. And that's why I think it's really important to, um, when you're planting something, know the impact that your plant is going to make on the environment around it. So that was so, so much fun. Thank you so much for joining us today, Broom. Hearing all about different careers that have to do with plants has been really interesting. And I also love taking our quiz because we got to learn more about ourselves and we also got to learn more about some really weird plants that honestly, I didn't know much about at all. I can't wait to learn more about other careers with plants. Tune in next Tuesday to hear more about plants and growth.